This is Paige, the co-host of Giggly Squad, and I want to tell you about a company that I've been loving, Olive and June. Olive and June gives you everything that you need for a salon-quality manicure in one box. And if you break it down, it really comes out to $2 a manicure, which is absolutely insane. It's also so easy to get salon-worthy nails at home with Olive and June. The difference between how your nails used to look when you did them yourself and now with the Manny system is a complete game changer. The best thing about Olive and June, too, is it's a quick dry. Dries in about one minute, lasts for five days, and full coverage in up to one to two coats. Visit oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. That's oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. One size fits all seems like a good idea for clothes until you try them on. Same goes for healthcare. That's why United Healthcare offers flexible, budget friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. Learn more at uh1.com. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. This is Lattes and Legends. Hey guys, it's Misty. I am going to go into some pretty long stories today, so this might turn into a two-parter, so beware. All right, again, my sources today, onlyinyourstate.com, fhanchor.com, realhauntedplaces.blogspot.com, reddit, utdailybeacon.com, aminoapps.com, and our favorite, Wikipedia. All right, so I am focusing on a couple things today, the Sadie Baker legend of Concord Cemetery and the White Screamer legend. Both of these stories take place in Tennessee and I am going to dive in. Like I said, there's a lot of information in my notes right now. So Concord Cemetery is located in Tullahoma, Tennessee. It is in Coffee County, which has got to be my favorite name of any county. P.S. Uh, I'm still drinking this dark roast from Honduras, from a friend of mine here in town. And I've had so much coffee today that um, I might start talking really fast. So I will try not to do that. All right. Anyway, the Concord Cemetery is said to be haunted by the ghost of Sadie Baker. She is the oldest known ghost in all of the county. And this is her final resting place. So here we go with the legend of Sadie Baker. When the story began, the idea of witchcraft was all over small towns and cities. So if you know anything about Salem trials and witchcraft trials, you know that this was the time in our country that things were really, really messed up. And any strong woman with some sort of powers was seen as a witch, which I think that would be a pretty cool place to go back in time to visit. But that's just me personally. So 
This story takes place in a really small town in Tennessee called Ten Mile. It was in the early to mid-1800s where this beautiful young woman just waltzes into town. She seemed a little disoriented, and she was looking down at her money, very confused. So the residents were unsure of her. Um, she was seen as a beggar when she first arrived into town. She had very little money, and she was trying to find a place to sleep. However, soon, the men in this town, especially the wealthy men, started becoming so fascinated with how beautiful she was. Well, we all know that when men become fascinated with hot women, they want to court them, which was a term back then, not now. They want to date them. They want to marry them. They want to share their wealth with them. That's what was going on in 10 Mile. Um, there was a huge problem. The women in this town said she was a harlot. They were intimidated by her beauty, and basically they didn't want her creeping in on their men. This was their town and these were their rich bachelors. And so they didn't want her getting a piece of the action. Um, apparently they didn't want her drinking her, their booze either because she had a little bit of a drinking problem. So, you know, we all know what happens during this time when people get mad at beautiful women, they're witches magically. So the women in town, being the mean girls that they were, claimed that only a witch could enchant the men of the town the way that Sadie Baker did, thus beginning a witch trial. Of course, when small towns put strangers that just waltz in on trial, we know the outcome. Small town wins, hot Sadie loses. In my notes, I wrote, sorry, sugar daddies. So she was executed for being an enchantress and buried in the Concord Cemetery. I wish she would have gone to Hogwarts instead. Her grave is the oldest grave in the cemetery, and her headstone was stolen. But there's a legend in the cemetery. Locals have seen Sadie roaming around the cemetery at night. She doesn't rest until you leave some money on a gravesite. When people have dropped off a penny or just some change that just provokes the ghost. A lot of people say that they've put coins or pennies, something other than dollar bills, and they've been scratched and shoved by Sadie. The area right now around the gravesite is very well kept. And if you have a chance to visit, you will find that there's still money on her gravestone. So that's a short and sweet story of the urban legend of Sadie Baker. The next one I'm going to do is a little bit longer. And it's there's many versions of this story, so hang tight. I think I'm doing just two for time's sake. This one is called The White Screamer of Tennessee. The sources I found were only in yourstate.com, where woofs.com, that's W-O-O-F-S, AmericanGhostStories.com, SouthernSpiritGuide.com, LocalLoreAndGore.com, 
ghostsofamerica.com, mysteriousuniverse.org, and legendsoftennessee.wordpress.com. Tons and tons more sites, but I could only do so much. All right, so here we go. This urban legend takes place in White Bluff, Tennessee. This is a very small and quiet community still to this day. And it's a southern, it's a town of southern hospitality and charm. The locals are so kind and you will find awesome mom and pop restaurants, coffee shops, all kinds of awesome stuff there. And it's probably one of my favorite downtowns to visit. It's super cute. Anyway, there is a super dark story that comes from this town. So one of the legends states that there was a train headed to Dixon County where White Bluff is located. The train derailed and apparently some animals escaped. From some sources I heard, I read that it was a circus train and then other sources said it was a carnival train. So back then we know how carnivals and circuses had freak shows and many people say the animals slash creatures that got off the train when it derailed were freak show type creatures. Some say that two of them escaped that were half human, half wolf. That is quoted in the article I read. All right. So all the other animals were found and returned except these two crazy creatures. Um, a few years later, two locals were traveling on their property and they said they were being stalked by a bizarre and very large creature. So they tried to run, but it continued to chase them. And one of their hired hands was working on their land at this time. And he basically the other two men heard him screaming and when they found him, his body had been torn to shreds. Other sources I read said his body was never found and no one ever saw that it was torn into shreds. So there's a lot of different reports on this. So of course, during this time, a mob formed, torches were burnt, and then the creature finally came out. They had horses and goats and all these weapons to protect themselves. And two of the mob members disappeared, and apparently some goats disappeared as well. This made the mob leave the scene. And rumors stated that the goats were never found, and the bodies of the mob members were also never found. One of the mob members was a hunter, and he tried to kill the beast. And he ran out of ammunition, and the creature ran into the forest, and Wolfman Springs became the name of the area where he tried to kill the creature. So that is the first urban legend I have of the White Screamer. Then I find another one. That was a story that happened in the 1920s on a farm. This young couple finds the farmer of their dreams and they think they have made it. They have seven kids. And everything about this farm to them was heaven. So let's dive into this one. All right. So the family was doing their thing, growing their crops, had their animals, and some strange things just began to happen that were 
pretty much beyond their control. One of the first things that started to happen was at late at night, the couple would hear screams coming from the woods. And it happened over and over and over again. So one night, the husband was like, screw this. I'm going outside. I'm going to see what is going on. So he grabs his gun. And, well, let's say he chased the creature over and over and over and never found it in the woods. Then he finds out that the creature is disturbing the farm. How did he find this out? He heard screaming coming from the farm. So the screaming was this creature slaughtering his wife and children. Oh, yes. Apparently, when he came back into the house, their bodies were thrown all over the place. Bits and pieces of them everywhere. Blood, gore, you name it. They were completely obliterated, which sounds awful. So, of course, this guy's going to leave. I mean, who wouldn't? Your family was just murdered by a creature. Um, apparently, he never personally saw the creature, just heard the screams. So, some say that the white creature, or the white screamer, is a banshee, and that it is female, while others say it is male. So I'm really not sure what stories to believe because like I said there are so many and I have one more after this one. So this creature, if it is a banshee, our friend Wikipedia calls a banshee a female spirit who heralds the death of a family member and she screams or wails to tell them that she loves them and she misses them and this comes from Irish folklore. So a little bit about White Bluff, Tennessee. Um, they embrace the fact that they have the White Screamer. They're not scared of the White Screamer. They say they still hear sounds of the White Screamer. And there are stories literally all over the web talking about the White Screamer. So the next story I have about the White Screamer is a take on... Um, white lady or a lady in white. Uh, different mythologies have stories about ladies in white. You might have heard of La Llorona. Um, those type of stories is basically where this comes from. So, do do do. Our good friend Wikipedia says that a white lady is a type of female ghost. She's generally dressed in white, hence the name White Lady, and she's associated with a lot of legends all over the world. So basically, the common theme in these legends about her is that she is mourning the loss of a daughter or a husband, and the reason she wears white is because she is pure 
before death. There's also legends about ladies in black and ladies in red. However, we're sticking with the lady in white now. There are legends of her in Brazil, Canada, the Czech Republic, Estonia, Germany, and America, the Philippines, Thailand, and the UK. So a lot of places have these legends. And so we're going to go to the White Bluff Screamer legend right now that I have. Sorry, I'm just pulling this up on the laptop. All right. So these white ladies apparently haunt homes. They haunt cemeteries. You name it, they're haunting all over. So this particular legend says that there's always a woman dressed in white, and she usually has had some tragedy that surrounds her own death. Many older folks say that these signs are really bad omens, and then if you see a lady in white, it's a sign that someone close to you die. All right, cool. All right, so the settlers of Appalachia in the southeast basically share these legends because of different traditions rooted in the old country where they came from. So Tennessee's story is a white bluff screamer and white bluff. So this says that the screams came from his farm and he heard, or the farmer, sorry, he, this farmer heard screams of a woman and she was haunting his farm and basically he went to find her and what he saw was a woman in white. There's not too much that can be found about what happened to him afterwards, but a lot of sources say he was never seen again after he decided to go look in the forest for this lady in white. Um, which, if you all know my favorite podcast, my favorite murder, they definitely tell you to stay out of the forest. Um, so, yeah. So I found other stories about the screamer and some websites have even said that there's a white screamer in Texas as well. So I'm going to have to do a lot more research on that one. And like I said, there are so many stories about this beast um, slash woman slash half man, half wolf. Like it is bananas. So on werewolves.com, they talk a lot about the white screamer as well. So this is a really good site, and there's so much information on this. If you're a werewolf fan, I suggest that you definitely check out this website. Definitely opened my eyes to some crazy ghost stuff and legends. All right, so they give a little bit more depth on White Bluff itself. So the town itself was actually an encampment for the Civil War Union Army, and it was built as a fort in 1806. So a few years later, there were some mills and some businesses, and the town really began to boom, and visitors came to it because there was a state park. 
and and uh, business was booming. So this website also mentions mentions La Llorona, but the origins of it aren't really the same. So the white screamer in this story is an exotic animal that escaped when a traveling circus was passing through town. Scared of the repercussions when they could not quickly restrain the beast, the town let it go. And then they moved on, or the circus, I'm sorry, let it go, and then they moved on to the next town, leaving White Bluff with a creature in its midst. Myths. Others say there's no creature, and that it's just an apparition that wanders around aimlessly. So... The White Screamer is still haunting the area and it often terrifies hikers and hunters. Some drivers have seen the creature as well. All of these reports describe it as the same type of beast. It's usually hunched over. It can stand up straight, but it's usually found hunting for um, dead animals, dead dogs, dead cows, that sort of thing. Um, a lot of people say that the screams they hear are a woman in distress. And this website also touches on the farmer and his wife with seven children. So that is the same on this website. So if you are interested in this story, like I said, I have seen so many versions of this story that I don't even know which one to believe uh, it's a super interesting story, and I don't know. It's very creepy. Um, I think I have one more version that I could fit in. Give me one second. Sorry, guys. By the way, while I'm trying to find this, why don't you follow us on Facebook? Follow us on Twitter, Instagram, uh, Anchor, and now on Spotify. Yeah, so here we go. Here's my last version of this story, and it comes BBB from the website. Oh, sorry, let me find it. Sorry, 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 sorry. Um, ghostofamerica.com. Here we go. So this is a person telling the story who wrote a book um, about uh, the ghosts in Tennessee. So here we go. They write that they spotted the white screamer down on all fours and it was drinking from a creek in White Bluff. The person they were with, they both froze and they couldn't breathe, they couldn't scream and it seemed like five minutes for them when it was just seconds. So eventually they were able to move and when they got to the location where it was, they couldn't speak, they couldn't do anything. So a gun was grabbed and it was pointed. They shot it three times. And the third time the creature was hit and it screamed. 
It made a really loud scream. And it sounded like a woman's voice. Hmm. So about a year later in this person's story, they felt and heard the creature again. Hmm. So the creature came back. Clearly, they did not kill said creature. And the creature, apparently to this day, is still haunting them in White Bluff, Tennessee. Yikes. All right, so that's enough of me babbling about the the White Screamer. So if you guys want to email me your urban legends of your towns, that would be awesome. If you want to review my podcast, that would be even more awesome. And if you have suggestions of some urban legends I could do, just give me an email and just let me know what I can do better. If you just don't like me babbling. Um, Yeah. So I really appreciate you guys listening and I will see you next week. You will hear me next week. Da, da, da. Have a great week, you guys. And if you live in White Bluff, don't summon the White Screamer, please. I don't want that on my conscience. Okay, bye. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here, and it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at hellofresh.com. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. And if you have a lot of mailing to do, Stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. It streamlines your processes to make your business more efficient, which makes you less busy. Mail checks, invoices, legal documents, and everything you need to keep your business running with Stamps.com. Seamlessly connect with every major marketplace and shopping cart. Schedule package pickups and see your cheapest and fastest shipping options from different carriers. With rates up to 89% off USPS and UPS rates. And with the Stamps.com mobile app, you can take care of mailing and shipping wherever you are. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Sign up with code PROGRAM for a 4-week trial, plus free postage and a free digital scale. No long-term commitments or contracts. That's Stamps.com. Code PROGRAM.